This is Megan Silvera, Associate Editor of the Angus Journal, with the October 11, 2023 update from the AJ Daily. Today's update contains an opportunity to listen to the latest episode of the Angus Conversation featuring two Tennessee Angus breeders who work together to host production sales, a report on fed cattle slaughter numbers, a statement from several organizations about the importance of AM radio, and a story about the outlook for U.S. agriculture. Operating Independently, Working Together, adapted from a release by Miranda Ryman, Angus Media. Holt Brown joined the Angus Conversation to talk partnership, inventory reporting, and more. I'm hoping that we get back to where the cow is top priority for all of us, really. For Tennessee Angus breeder Kent Brown, that's not a wish. It's a goal he's working toward in his own herd, and he hopes other breeders will join him. I think that she has brought us to the dance, and I think we need to dance with her, he said. Brown and neighbor David Holt recently joined the Angus Conversation and shared their formula for success on everything from herd management to marketing their bulls together. Brown said, the people I listen to the most are my commercial bull customers. You can learn a bunch from those guys if you listen to them. Those cattlemen, many who have 40 head or less in their herds, place a priority on maternal function, good udders, good feet, longevity all traits on Brown's list too. That's why he and Holt both decided to enroll in whole herd inventory reporting this year. We all know that the cow that breeds back every year and she stays in the herd, those are the ones that really make the money, said the Livingston, Tennessee producer, whose farm just down the road from Brown. We've got to pay close attention to that, guys. For more than a decade, the men have partnered to host a production sale, offering more options for their customers and pulling resources to pull it off. Brown said, I think the challenges for small breeders like me in the future are just to stay relevant. I don't have the big numbers or a lot of land. I operate on a lot of leased ground, and I don't have the resources to do a lot of things the bigger guys do. But there are some things that I can do that they don't have the time to do. To hear the entire episode, visit The Angus Conversation anywhere you get your podcasts or click on the link in this episode's description. CAB Insider Market Update, adapted from an article by Paul Dykstra, Certified Angus Beef. Last week's 628,000 head total inspected slaughter featured a bit of recovery from the prior week's exceptionally small 612,000 head. Packers remain disciplined with production as fed cattle prices remain in a low to mid $180 trading range and boxed beef values continue to seek their fall price bottom. Focusing on fed cattle slaughter, the past four Saturdays have averaged just 7,500 head, in keeping with the latest pattern. In the past four Fridays, harvested head counts ranged from 71% to 95% of the weekly Monday through Thursday daily averages. CME live cattle contract price fertility has been the overriding factor tempering spot cash cattle values most recently. The threat and subsequently averted government shutdown jostled equity markets, and this volatility spilled over into commodity markets. The October LC contract has traded in a wide range from $186 per hundredweight to as low as sub $182 per hundredweight in the past eight trading days. Futures are leading the market during this period, but the spot market stands to move to the front as the fourth quarter continues. To read more, visit cabcattle.com and select CAB Insider from the News tab. AM Radio Essential in Rural America Group says, Adapted from a release by Leah Bonito, Western Skies Strategies. 
On Tuesday, October 11th, the Rural and Agriculture Council of America and seven other organizations representing rural and agricultural interests wrote a letter to the congressional leaders in support of the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. This bill would require vehicles manufactured in or imported into the United States to have devices installed that provide access to AM radio. In the letter, the groups say, AM radio is an essential communications medium in rural America. Local news, weather, and sports reporters are recognized as respected sources for information that affect the lives of millions of rural residents. Other organizations signing onto the letter include the Latino Farmers and Ranchers International Incorporated, Livestock Marketing Association, National Grange, National Farmers Union, U.S. Cattlemen's Association, Independent Beef Association of North Dakota, Independent Cattlemen's Association of Texas, and the North Dakota Farmers Union. To read the letter, click on the link in the show notes. Dowd cast Positive Outlook for United States Agriculture, adapted from release by Pat Melgrez, K-State Research and Extension News Service. A former U.S. ambassador who helped to negotiate an iconic agricultural trade agreement with China said that America's farmers have a bright future if the industry can capitalize on available opportunities for exports, technology, and value-added products. But Greg Dowd, currently the president and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation, said each has its own set of challenges as the United States balances world politics and intense competition in the global food market. You live in a world today, folks, where total U.S. agricultural exports to the world are about the same as China's total food imports from the world, said Dowd, in remarks as the 10th speaker in Kansas State University's Henry C. Gardner Global Food Systems Lecture Series on October 9th. For the full story, click on the link in this episode's description. The AJ Daily is compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor for the Angus Journal. For more Angus news, visit angusjournal.net.